Hello, and welcome back to Stern Chats, a podcast that explores the untold stories of the NYU Stern community. My name is Cameron Murphy, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Maya Navan. There's one particular type of story that goes unrepresented in business school, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yes, I'm talking about love stories, and you've got mail, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks fall in love over email. So who's to say that MBA students can't do the same over Slack? For this year's Valentine's Day episode, we're featuring three fabulous Stern couples, Alex Smith and Anna Garrison, Jess Jimenez and Zach Bodie, and Parker and Emma Callahan. We'll test them on how well they know each other through a series of newlywed game-like questions and show just how strong the Bonds Business School can be. Now, let's kick off with our first couple. Welcome, Alex and Anna. Thanks for joining us today. We can't wait to see how well you guys know each other. And Cameron will kick it off with the first set of questions for you, Alex, to see how well you know Anna. So get ready. Yes, very excited to ask these questions. But first, I would love to get a little intro from the two of you. Tell us about yourselves and also how you met. Uh, Sure. Well, my name is Alex. Uh, my lovely partner in the raccoon beanie next to me is Anna. The story of how we met is slightly contentious between the two of us still to this day. Technically, we met at Ellis during orientation week. Uh, she doesn't remember that because she was so busy chasing a picture. or She was trying to get a picture of some geese for her neighbor because her neighbor hates geese. I don't know. We didn't meet at Ellis. We met at an art show that Alex did not want to go to, but he wanted to meet. So he went to the art show. And then we took a city bike ride together and the rest was kind of history. She couldn't keep her hands off me. It was covered in a folly skit. It was, um, if you'd like the full rundown later. I do remember the folly skit and I found it highly entertaining, but I do sense that there's perhaps already some disagreement over this particular event. So it'll be interesting to see how much that disagreement manifests as you guys are answering questions. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So I am going to start off with a couple of stern focused questions, and then we'll move into some that are maybe a little bit more exciting. So to start, Alex, what is Anna's specialization at Stern? Uh so she's changed it a couple times because it used to be exactly the same. Don't mouth at me. <laughs> it used to be exactly the same as mine. Maybe I change it, but one of them's entertainment, one of them is strategy, and one of them's data analytics. I'm pretty sure you're wow. still doing those three. Multi talented. Is that correct, Anna? I'm actually not going to get the full analytics credit, but it was my intention. See, that's what I was talking about, yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't changed. Will we, Just, will we give it to them, Maya? What do you think? I think we give it to them. Too, I agree. You know? I also, agree. what are specializations even? <laughs> I don't think I even have one. All right, moving on. What is Anna's favorite thing about NYU Stern? Uh, that's a great question. Favorite thing? I would say... Probably the student body. She likes the element of community and like the fact that everybody's participating in clubs and that there's a lot of social gatherings. Um, so that's my guess is probably the community aspect. Yes. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, I lived in New York for many years before Stern, uh, and I always wanted a very close knit community like this. 
Um, I think there was a moment last semester where there was a big faux emo birthday party, surprise party for Claudia. And like 150 people showed up to this one tiny bar with lots of eyeliner and black clothing. I was like, damn, before NYU, this would have never happened to me. So yeah, it's definitely the people and sense of community here. Shout out to Claudia, shout out to Penny who planned that and also shout out to the emo movement that truly lives within the hearts of many. (laughs) Okay, moving on to more of a fun question. What is Anna's favorite movie of all time? Uh, Anna doesn't really watch a lot of TV or movies at all. Uh, I I know of movies that she likes, but I I honestly don't think she has a favorite movie. I think that's going to be my answer. I like that. Bold, but could pay off. Yeah, I don't really watch a ton of movies. I know that Sacrilege is like an entertainment specialization, but uh, I don't. I did watch Baby Driver recently and really loved that, but I might have loved it for the music soundtrack. So will you watch a movie with Alex if he's watching one, but you don't particularly care? Or are you just in another room letting him do his thing? I like movies when I'm watching them. I just never seek Mm. them out. But if I'm like on a plane, I'll watch a bunch of movies. If I have friends who are going to a movie, I want to go. I don't hold any ill will towards movies. It's just if I have free time, I'm probably planning going to a concert or going dancing or doing something else. We did see The Menu like two weeks ago. And that that. occupied about three days of our brain activity. So in lieu of not having a favorite movie at recent favorites, I'm going to say that's probably her number one. No, that's true. Amazing. Love it. Haven't seen it. So I will add it to my list. Oh, yes, chef. It's on my list, too. Very good. Okay, next up. What is Anna's weirdest interest or hobby? Oh, God. There's so many. Um, Okay, so can I, is it like interest or hobby or interest and hobby? Because I feel like those are two different things. Anna, you make the call. Why don't we go with interest? Interest? I mean, she has a really strange obsession with raccoons <laughs> in just in general. I would say the majority of our Instagram DMs are her sending me raccoon. Actually, she went, it went so far as to she got a Christmas gift this year. I forgot from who, someone in her family. And it was a picture uh, of a raccoon named Piper who was standing next to an art piece that it had done with its paws. And she tricked me into thinking that it was a gift that came with the adoption of the raccoon and that she had actually adopted this animal. And then of course her mother texts me and goes, Oh my God, you're so lucky with this new life that you guys have together, the three of you. And I was like, what? So yeah, I would say her weirdest interest is probably in raccoons or, or just non-traditional pets in general. Yeah. That's up there. Secondary interest being deception pranks. Yes. Yes. Miss general mischief. Yeah. I like that. I mean, it, it really aligns with the raccoon persona, I would say, as well. Would you say that was a correct answer, Anna? It's the one that came to mind for me. I do really like raccoons. I find them very entertaining. Wow, nailing it. Okay, final question. Can you round it out with a perfect five? Let's see. If Anna did not live in New York City, where would she live? Oh, that's tough. There's a couple places that come to mind. One, I would say Columbia, because she loves Columbia. She lived there for a couple of years after college. I would say that or 
Mm. He loves New York. Give me like I'm gonna do like a consulting thing. Can I have like ten seconds to brainstorm? <laughs> Are you casing this? I'm in it to win it, baby. Come on. I would say I would say it's a toss-up between Columbia and maybe like Denver because of the accessibility to the mountains uh, and the ease of travel between the airport and like the northeast where her parents are. So I would say it's a toss-up between those two. Fair enough. Anna? Uh, I would say the mountains, like the mountains out west near skiing. Okay. Okay. Well, how about we give you half a point for that answer since you put forth two guesses? I feel like half a point That's fair. is reasonable. I'll take a 4.5 out of 5. I, yeah. I mean, I'm impressed. I'm quite impressed. Thank you. All right, Maya, you are now question master. Yeah. I We're going to have to see how you hold up, Anna. Um, are you going to get 4.5 or <gasps> perfect 5? We're going to see. <laughs> we're in this together. So first question for you is, what did Alex plan to recruit for according to his application essay? Oh man, according to his application essay. I know that he hasn't held to his application essay in any way, shape or form. Uh, I know when he got to school, he was recruiting for consulting, but he's always been much more interested in gaming and esports. So I feel like gaming and esports was most likely in his application. Consulting is what he did when he first got to school and then pivoted back towards entertainment with a focus on gaming and esports. Alex? One for one. Awesome. I feel like uh, many people end up not doing what they wrote about in their application essay. So <laughs> it comes and goes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a heart and a, and a brain thing, right? They're, they're in mm, contention there. Very much. Okay. So, Anna, who do you think Alex's favorite professor at Stern is? Mm. Ooh, does it have to be a professor that he's taken a class with, or can it be the professor that he TFs for? We could do either or both. I think Alex is a big fan of Yoast, who's the, the undergraduate gaming class that Alex TA is for. And he's enjoyed it so much that he has doubled down and is back as the TF this semester. Is that true, Alex? I could be, I could be mean, but I'm going to give it to her. That's fair. <laughs> he's, he, I would, yeah, he's, yeah. There's like a handful, like three of them that I like for all different reasons, but he is one of them. And for those reasons that she said, so I'll give it to her. I'm curious who else uh, comes to mind. I loved Michael North. Uh, in LIO. I thought he was incredible. I bet the last one's Edis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she got two of the three, so that's pretty good. There you go. Okay, so next question is, what is Alex's favorite restaurant in the city? Chipotle or (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A? There's one right answer here! (laughs) Depends on how much he wants to mash up his food before he eats it. Chipotle because he eats it so much and because I strongly feel that he picked his apartment because it's on a corner with both a Chipotle and a Chick-fil-A. That is not true. That's how things ended up, but it is Chipotle. She's right. Wow. Just your good old native New York restaurant Chipotle. <laughs> it, it's, it's been a comfort food for me and I get the same thing for like a decade. Oh, you should see how he mixes it up. It's horrifying. 
you want all the flavors. I don't care. This is a separate conversation, but there's there's a there's a method to the madness. All right. I think we need to know what your Chipotle order is. It's so I do a side tortilla with my bowl because you get it for free. Uh, I get extra white rice because you can get extra rice for free. Black beans, uh, half chicken, half steak, a little bit of the hot sauce, uh, corn, sour cream, cheese, guac, lettuce. And then I do the Chipotle Tabasco on but top. But then he mixes and it I all. I mix it all together. I mixes it together. It's all going the same place, dude. I don't understand what the what the issue okay, is. You want to have all the flavors in every bite. You yeah. I don't want one bite being like, oh, this is all corn. Like, ugh, I want like a little bit of steak in every bite. I want a little bit of whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're mashing it all up. I think it's great, but she is right. It is Chipotle, and I stand by that. Um, I love that. So now. Uh... A fun one, or maybe not. I don't know if this will cause some tension. What, Anna, what is Alex's most annoying habit? He snores a lot. <laughs> not true. It's just not true. <laughs> what is his most? Honestly, the, the one that really gets under my skin the most is the mixing up of all of the food. I think one of the few times that I've truly been enraged with Alex is after we got back from a very long trip and I had a little (laughs) bit of food left in my fridge and I made us a bowl together and he took, I think it was like chicken and Brussels sprouts and I had some like red pepper sauce and some quinoa (laughs) and I just was going to share the only food that we had available to us. It was like 1am, nothing was going to get delivered that we had any interest in. And he took the food that I was going to share with him and just desecrated it by mixing it all together and putting an ungodly amount of pepper sauce on it. Um, So I think the habit that most gets under my skin is definitely the mashing of all of his food. Uh, That is an amazing segue to my last question. We have a lot of food related questions. Uh, (laughs) So, Maybe we already shared the answer to this, but what food could Alex eat every day and not get sick of? Chipotle. (laughs) Chipotle. Though I do know if we want to like have a little bit more of an interesting answer, I know that he ate basically the exact same thing out of the exact same glass bowl while he was training. And that was rice, broccoli, and chicken. And he didn't have plates. He still doesn't really have bowls, but he does have like one large glass mixing bowl. And that was his only like food serving piece for all the years that he was training for the Olympics. That is just so horrendously male. Exactly. It's the same exact thing out of the same exact container that he still has a lot of his meals out of. (laughs) Do I get a chance to defend myself here? uh, Do I just let that go? Um, She's I, she's totally right. Um, so yeah. So while I was training, while I was rowing, I moved around a bunch. I was like living out and out of my car and in basements and stuff. And I had a glass mixing bowl and a fork and a knife and a spoon. Alex, camping sets take up very little space and come with more items. Yes, um, but the bowl was great because a it allowed me to mix my food, which we all know that I love to do. Uh, and B, it was easy to clean. Yeah, and I would have the same thing like every day. It was like chicken broccoli and, and rice. The big game changer, though, was when I went from chicken breast to chicken thighs. Wow. Took my world. 
So what's the grossest ever mixed together? Maybe Anna would be better suited to answer that question, but I'm curious. I don't think that the, like, the individual items are actually that gross. It's just that like if all of your food had a quasi-liquid consistency, that would really bother mm. me. And that if like there was just monotony in every single bite. Monotony or, or consistency. Okay, it's, it can be a little gloopy, <laughs> but here's, here's, here's the deal. First off, I'm going to do great when I have swallowing problems when I'm like 90. I'll be like so great with it. Anyways, it's only if it's in a bowl. If it's in a bowl, then my reflexes, I start mixing it. If it's on a plate, there's no issue. We're fine. I see separation with church and state. We're, I, I good. But, but in the bowl, that's when it starts happening. Fair enough. Well, you trained for it. Yeah. Well, I think you guys did a fabulous job. Did we get confirmation on whether... Anna answered most knowing habit correctly. Are we feeling we're feeling good about that one? The the mixing? Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure there's others. I, I feel like we can we can give her credit for that. I mean, subjective to my experience, I think so. That's true. Five out of five. I think nine point five out of ten is pretty fabulous as a starting off point. And you guys are our first couple featured in this episode, so Whoop. it's going to be a very very difficult bar for people to get past. Yep, there's no way Parker and Emmer, who have been dating for literally 10 times as long as we have, are going to do as well as we did. You never know. we great. surprise you. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope this was fun for you. <laughs> it was. It was great. Welcome, Jess and Zach. Thanks for joining us today. We can't wait to see how well you guys know each other. And Cameron will kick it off with the first set of questions for you, Jess, to see how well you know Zach. So let the competition begin. Yes, competition is coming up quickly. But first, let's get a quick intro from the two of you and also hear how you met. Uh, yeah, well, first, thank you for having us. Yeah, we met on a hike right as the first semester started. Um, it was a group hike that I think Adventures or one of the clubs organized uh, in Minnewaska State Park. Yeah, and that's about it. And then we hung well, out after. You have to, we have to hear both sides because as Anna and Alex showed, sometimes there is some lack of agreement over the how, when, where of the actual meeting. So I'm glad that you guys have a consensus. That seems like it's healthy for your relationship. <laughs> I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad there's a consensus. Yeah, it was my first and last hike. I'm not a big hiker, so. Well, thank goodness you went on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, luckily. Also, we have to shout out Zach for being a member of the Stern Chats board. So I will have you know, there is no bias on our side due to your relationship with the podcast. This is still going to be very, very strictly, strictly competitive. Got it. Got it. Okay, perfect. Jess, are you ready for your first question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What is Zach's specialization at Stern? Oh, <laughs> Okay, we just went over this. Uh, media and entertainment? Correct. Marketing? Okay. Leadership? Management? 
She could have stopped at media and entertainment. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Are you going all three? I guess not. <laughs> well, we can we can do half credit for that one. I think that seems fair because you did get the right one in there. You just perhaps thought that he was being extremely ambitious with his specializations. <laughs> I think I think I do list business analytics and uh, and global business, but we'll see if I actually reach those. <laughs> I'm I'm shooting toward a solid zero at this point. So anything <laughs> is impressive to me. Okay, Jess, next question. What is Zach's favorite thing about NYU Stern? Well, besides me, I would say <laughs> the media and entertainment opportunities, as in like the different professors and speakers and also going to the south of France by the end of semester and classmates. EQIQ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was close. I think I would have said the people. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the people is definitely going to be a popular answer. I have a feeling it is usually the thing people mention the most when they're when they're talking about Stern. But I also love that you mentioned the south of France. I, I feel like that is also quite a perk. Zach and I are going together. Oh, wow. I feel like that is quite yeah, a part. The, the Cannes Film Festival course is a, is a big goal. That's awesome. Okay, perfect. Well, that is the ideal segue into my next question, which is, what is Zach's favorite movie of all time? This is a difficult question. Zach, I would say Zach's favorite movie is undefined, not as a title, but it's very hard to pick a selective amount of movies. So none right now, just all of them. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's too hard for me to pick a favorite movie. I think she's asked that before. <laughs> that's funny because Alex also said Anna did not have a favorite movie, but it's because she doesn't watch them. Whereas you seem to have the problem <laughs> where you've seen far too many. Yeah, yeah. Give, it, give us a few, give us a couple titles that are like in that upper tier? I mean, I can just tell you what I've seen recently that I've liked. Uh, so I saw The Fablemans recently, which I thought was really good. I saw uh, Babylon, which I thought was good, but that, that will be contradictory to a lot of critic reviews and things like that. But yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. I mean, I, I could keep going, but. No, the critics aren't always right. All right, next question. What is Zach's weirdest interest? Weirdest interest? I would say he knows a lot of animal facts. Even if you don't ask him, if you bring <laughs> up an animal, he'll come up. He'll just tell you a fact out of nowhere. So I would say that's his weirdest interest. But also, it's kind of interesting for me. It's like I'm on Discovery Channel all the time. Does he say the facts in an accent or do they just come out in his normal voice? You know, that'd be great if it was an accent. Little animal <laughs> noises going on. Zach, would you say that's true? I would say that's true, yeah. I, w I wanted to be like a wildlife biologist when I was younger, so I think a lot of the info just stuck watching Animal Planet as a kid. And do you have a favorite animal? <laughs> I guess uh, I would say like orcas or like killer whales because I think they're really intelligent. Very cool. Okay, well, you nailed that question. And now your last question, Jess. Okay, let's do it. If Zach did not live in New York City, where would he live? Oh, he would live anywhere in Hawaii. 
I think we've discussed this before. All right. Yeah, and I've never even been to Hawaii. I Yay. just know I would like it. <laughs> no island preference, just generally, generally Hawaii. Yeah, I think because of work, I'll probably be in LA or New York. But yeah, if I could. Well, it's an easy, easy flight from LA. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be well positioned. <laughs> Awesome. Well, great job, Jess. And now we are going to flip the script and Zach will be the one answering the questions. Okay, Zach, you're in the hot seat. (laughs) So the first question is, what did Jess plan to recruit for according to her application essay? Uh, Definitely consulting. Jess? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's pretty rare to have people write something and and end up doing it. So that's awesome. (laughs) The next question is, who is Jess's favorite professor at Stern? Uh, I know she liked Josh Walker's class. Yep. Okay. Correct. That was a great class. Which class is that? Yeah, Maya was in it with me. It was our uh, deal-making class where he brought in all these really cool speakers from the media and entertainment industry. Highly recommend. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So we we have a couple of food-related questions in this series. So what is Jess's favorite restaurant in the city? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. I feel like there's a lot. Uh, generally, maybe Little Frankie's. Yeah, we'll go with Little Frankie's. It is a lot of different types of food, but Little Frankie's is a two-block radius for me, and I feel like I order from them all the time that they may know my name by now. What's your go-to order? So they have a two-for-one special, so you can get two pastas for the price of one or two pizzas for the price of one. So they're lemon ricotta pasta. I highly recommend. Okay. We must be neighbors. I live around the corner from Little Frankie's, but I have yet to learn about their two-for-one special. So I'm yeah. so glad that you answered the way you did, Zach, even if it is not exactly the right answer. I love that. I've never, I, I didn't know they had the two-for-one specials, so and I'm going to have to start ordering from there. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, what food could Jess eat every day? <laughs> it's- I only know these answers because Jess loves food and talks about it a lot. Uh, so I would say Chinese. No. No? Thai. All right. Thai. I was too confident. <laughs> Zach, even I knew that because I was just on a trip with Jess and she said her first meal she's going to order when she's back is Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we'll forgive you on that one. Okay, and finally, this may cause a point of contention, but what is Jess's most annoying habit? <laughs> um, she has none. Okay, but really. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. he, he recognizes that question as a landmine, and I have to respect <laughs> stepping around it. Fair enough, Zach. Well played. I think we'll give you a point. Yeah, does that count as a point? For sure. (laughs) I'll I'll take a zero. It's okay. I'll take an L on that one. Worth it. 
All right. Well, thank you both so much for joining us. This has been awesome. I hope you felt like you got to test your knowledge a little bit of one another, hopefully for the best. And now you know that if you ever are in a bind and need to order takeout, it is Thai, not Chinese, that you will be ordering or perhaps a little Frankie's two for one special. Welcome, Parker and Emma. We're so excited to have you as our last couple on the Stern Chats Valentine's Day episode. How are you guys feeling about being here? Nervous. Definitely both <laughs> nervous, yeah. Well, give us a little intro and tell the audience how you two met and your connection to Stern. Um, sure, I can start. And Emma, if you want to fill in anything that sure. I inevitably miss. Um so, so I'm Parker. I'm uh, in my second year of the full-time program, so graduating this May. And Emma has orientation for the Langone program uh, in a few days and starts class next week, so very excited about that. We, uh, we both grew up in pretty much neighboring towns in New Hampshire, and we met uh, through a mutual friend when we were 16. Uh, we started actually dating when we were 19, uh, so 10 years ago. And then uh, we got engaged right after we graduated undergrad in 2015, got married in 2016. We've moved around a lot together, supported each other through a lot of different uh, career and life moves, um, and, you know, have, have settled down here in New York for, for the foreseeable future. Um, so we know, know a pretty good amount about each other, know each other very well, um, which can only set us up for failure here when we can't answer small questions about each other. <laughs> Well, we did discuss this a bit prior to recording, and I would like to say that I appreciate a little mystery in the long-term relationship. So I think that if you don't know every detail about each other, it may just mean that you're trying to keep the spark alive and continue to learn new things about each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I appreciate that spin. Yeah, I I appreciate that outlook. (laughs) Look, why are we in business school if not to learn how to spin anything into something positive? Emma, did you have anything to add? Did I was I wrong? No, that was a that was a good summary. Okay, that's us. Beautiful. Well, I am going to start out by asking you, Parker, some questions about Emma, and then we will flip it and have Maya ask Emma the questions. All so right. Parker, you are in the hot seat first whenever you're ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What is Emma's intended specialization at Stern? Let's see. Of the three that she might be able to do, I would say strategy will be one. Uh, maybe sprinkle in some healthcare, depending on if she wants to study some more of her area of experience. Um, and then, of all the management ones, probably just just management. I don't know if you've looked at those yet, but there's all manner of management ideas. So definitely, definitely those three would be the three most likely. Emma, you nailed it. Nice work. Wow. One for one. Love it. Okay. Very impressive. (laughs) Now, we may be jumping the gun a little bit on this question, but I think you're probably still equipped to answer it. And that question is, what is Emma's favorite thing about Stern? Ooh. (laughs) Wow. And I hope hope it changes and evolves during your experience. Um, Emma's favorite thing about Stern so far is probably how welcoming all of the people I've met have been. Emma's sister also graduated from the Langone program last May, so her exposure to Stern has been pretty significant. 
Um, but I would say consistent between both of her secondhand experiences has been uh, the embrace of everyone she's met through me and her sister. Um, so actually, it might not change for your own experience. That's very accurate. Amazing. Yes. Your classmates are fantastic. I love them so much. We do have a really, really welcoming group, which I've heard is consistent across the classes. All right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Now, this is a question I think is perfect since we were also talking about movies prior to the start of recording. What is Emma's favorite movie? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, ooh. So there's there's a few I could go with, but I think... I think uh, the one that probably rises to the top is How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, that's up there. I love that movie. I guess it's not number one. That movie's gotten me through some like pretty dark times in my life. Go-to comfort movie? Um, my favorite movie of all time, though? I don't, I don't think How to Train Your Dragon is, is my top. It's probably in the top three. Okay. My favorite, favorite movie... The first thing I could think of, which is bad, is probably The Grinch, but... Oh. <laughs> the, the live action? That's a Christmas movie. Harry? That's like a different... Live uh, the action. One, yes, definitely the live action okay. one. Yeah. Do you watch it all year round or just during Christmas? No, time? I don't watch it all year round, but it is like my... I watch it multiple times during the Christmas season. Christmas I'm not a big movie person. I don't have the attention span to watch movies. And Christmas movies are a significant point of contention in our house. Yeah. Um, we have <laughs> really? diametrically opposed tastes in Christmas movies, and so we don't watch them together. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? What's my favorite Christmas movie? Oh, God, the year without a... No, the yep. year without a Santa Claus? The year right? without a Santa oh, Claus. The claymation? Exactly. Yeah, and they're so creepy. <laughs> they're, they're awesome. They're so creepy. I hate those things. No, they're perfect. Ugh. Are you a snow miser or a heat miser guy? Snow miser, for sure. <laughs> like I said, we're from New Hampshire. Ah. Uh, I haven't seen that one. I, I gotta add it to the list. You're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah, you might have nightmares, <laughs> but it's worth it. All right, let's hit our next question. What is Emma's weirdest interest? God, there's so Weirdest many. guy. I think they're all so weird. I would say her obsession with trashy TV, which I, I know is kind of common to me. It is the weirdest one. The one that I can understand the least of, of your many interests. That That's fair. Honestly, my obsession with trashy TV is very unhealthy. Yeah. So I, if you ever need an outlet, I'm here for you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite reality show? It's hard to narrow down just one, but I love the entire Real Housewives franchise. I love anything on TLC, Sister Wives. Um, dance Moms. Dance Moms. That's another one. Oh, wow. um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the trashier, the better. I love it all. You're in deep. You're in real deep. I'm in real deep. It's terrible. <laughs> Parker's shaking his head. Okay. <laughs> final question. If Emma did not live in New York... Where would she live? Hmm. That's a tough one because she's been telling me she wants to live here <laughs> for, I don't know, seven years at this point. Um, I would say maybe back in Colorado, not in Colorado Springs, maybe more the Denver area or even closer to the mountains. We lived there for three years and we're very happy. We've lived a couple other places that were not as good. 
Definitely not back in New England. Definitely not Missouri. <laughs> not North Carolina. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say Colorado again. Yeah, again, a fair answer. My first instinct was New York or nowhere, honestly. But <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the game, that that's a that's a fair answer. Yeah. Yeah, if if you have to come up with another place that Emma would want to live, I think it would be that. Right? Yeah, really for any millennial, I'd say millennials in Denver are like peanut butter and jelly at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah. Although I think I think if I haven't been back to Denver in a while, but I think if I were to go to Denver now, I'd be like, this is kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, you were it's there just so different. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not even that. Just like in comparison to New York, like. I've been to other cities since we've moved here and I'm like, wow, I like, this is crazy. Like I went to San Francisco last year and restaurants close at like 8 PM. It's crazy. Look, I'm a 5 PM dinner reservation gal. That's when I can get them. <laughs> so that's when I go. That's yeah. That's all you can get on resi these days. It's rough. I feel the same though, Emma. I feel like every time I go to another city, it's not New York. You just can't, yeah. I don't know. It's just not New York. Um, yep. And it, it always feels like, Oh, this is a cute baby city, but <laughs> not a real city. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, great work, Parker. And I am going to pass the baton to Maya and Emma. Okay. All right, let's see. All right. That was that was pretty good. So let's see if you... I think Parker was like out of 4.5 uh, out of 5. So this is pretty know, good. let's see if we can beat him. Watch me completely <laughs> tank this. I'm very nervous. You're going to get a high no, one. No, it's going to be great. Okay, so first question for you, Emma, is what did Parker plan to recruit for according to his application essay? Consulting. That's awesome. (laughs) Consulting. Yep. All right, and I don't think that that is what ended up happening, right? (laughs) Absolutely not. He's he's a finance bro now. (laughs) Oh, God. Stop. Yeah, I I changed my mind and decided to recruit for banking um, somewhere between getting in and getting here. Interesting. Okay. So second question is, who is Parker's favorite professor at Stern? Yo? Yes. Easy. Awesome. Um, What classes have you taken with him? Accounting, right? And you were his TA for accounting as Uh, well? No, your sister was his TA when I was in accounting. And then I took financial statement analysis and was the TA for that in the fall. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Professor Yo is um, very popular with the vets. He teaches our just normal accounting in the summer um, before everybody else starts. And then it's kind of like a competition to see who can take the most Yo classes. I was only able to get two in. Um, I think there's there's four possible or five. Um, so there's a few of my classmates who will have taken every possible Yo class in their two years. A Yo bingo. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, they get Yo bingo. I just got like two... Two and a half letters. I'll give myself credit for TA. Wow. I think I need to, I don't know, maybe I need to squeeze one in before I, we graduate. Um, <laughs> I haven't taken one. Okay, so a bit of a pivot. What is Parker's favorite restaurant in the city? Okay. I'm tempted to say Carbone, but also there's like the less fancy favorite food, like the go-to, and that would be like Saigon Shack. So... I'm, I'm going to stick with Carbone. It's Carbone, for okay. sure. Yep. Nailed you didn't it. give away anything, Parker, with that expression. I it tried not to. No. The whole time. Yeah, I got integrity <laughs> <Okay>. over here. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> What's your favorite thing at Carbone? We always get the scapeche, 
the spicy rig is is a must everybody knows that not to get like too basic here we like to mix it up i am generally vegetarian emma is like completely 100 percent vegetarian so we like to just go and, and mix it up with anything currently or or always on the menu that meets those needs yeah I, someone asked me uh sanjay asked me recently like what is good and I started writing a list, and then I basically just wrote everything that I'd ever eaten there. And it was a list of, like, 14 things or something. I was like, yeah, man, like, just get some of those. They're, they're all going to be good. For real, though, the yeah. scapeche so is menu. amazing. Yes. The scapeche is one of the best things I've ever had in my whole life. My God. I got to go and get it. You're making me hungry. Well, on that note, we, we do have another question, food-related, which is, what food could Parker eat every day and not get sick of it? Are we go is this like a food genre or like a like a meal? It could be a meal, I think, or a genre. We'll take both. Okay. Is this only so so there's one to me that's kind of obvious that comes to mind, but when you say get sick of, is it like I would feel gross after a time <laughs> and like not feel healthy for eating it all the time or is it just like the enjoyment the banker never wants would get to know, old? To know all the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that you could eat every day. My first instinct is a cheese board. Yeah. Bang. Nailed it. Cheese. We're big cheese people. I love that. Unexpected. <laughs> yep. I love that. Yeah. I was having a conversation with some people on DBI about that. And it, um, we were talking about just like what what's something that you just like completely over index on that's normal that people like isn't like that weird that someone would like it, but that you indulge in or or enjoy more than more than average to a weird degree and i said cheese we consumed a frightening amount of cheese when we went to spain last spring like i'm really not proud of it i don't think i've ever felt so ill in my entire life and i i didn't regret a single second (laughs) yeah it's like four pounds in a day i think it's really bad what are you gonna do man (laughs) four pounds isn't isn't an exaggeration but it was a lot right that's the big spanish cheese yeah, that's a big Spanish cheese, but we went there for, well, we went to like a specific cheese shop to try their like unpasteurized soft ripened things uh, and it was out of this world stuff because you, you can't you, get, here. You can't get unpasteurized cheese in the US because the FDA won't approve it. So, you got to go to when you go to Europe, you just got to go crazy, <laughs> which we did. I like I have a reason to go to Europe. Maybe I wouldn't need lactate if it were unpasteurized, <laughs> just the purest yeah. cheeses. Yeah, you never can't know. Can't hurt to try. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I ate my way through cheese boards in Portugal when I was there last summer. Ooh. I think I ate same, same, like, yeah, love that. One million cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Cam, you have a trip now, like Spain and Portugal cheese tour, basically. All right, last question might be controversial. <laughs> oh, no. Emma, what is Parker's most annoying habit? Oh, so many to choose from. Most annoying habit? He He's supposed to be self-aware enough to know his most annoying habit? <laughs> hmm. um, ooh, I thought of one, and I don't know if he would think of this, but it's it's definitely accurate. It is when... I am, so I like to multitask, right? I sit on the couch, I'm on my computer, I'm doing things, but I also have the TV on. He'll come in the house, sit down on the couch, and change the channel to ESPN. Every time. Every time. I, I disagree. I don't I'm think that's... I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I don't think that's an accurate representation. It's true. 
I mean, listen, my attention is not 100% on the TV, but... What percent would you say it's on the TV? It doesn't matter. I think it does. <laughs> I think from a utilitarian approach, I think if you're only paying... <laughs> four and a half percent attention to the tv and i will pay 95 percent. i think it's a waste of the tv to let you watch it what do you think is your most annoying habit um i it's uh, emma's perceived habit that i have that was blown way out of proportion is definitely more annoying than the one i thought of but uh not giving you any ground here uh, but what I was kind of expecting, or I guess the best one I could think of was I like to call her randomly throughout the day. And she sometimes gives me a hard time for calling her too much while she's at work. And this was, this goes back like when I also had a job because now it's like, what am I supposed to do? I, I put on pants today. I deserve an award for that. Um, <laughs> but I'll just like randomly call her to like tell her one thing that could have been a text or could have waited until she got home or the next day. It really doesn't matter. She's like, what's up? Oh, Hi. I dropped off a package. How's your day going? <laughs> uh, that was today's phone call. Did that just today? Yeah. Yeah, and I've been I've been reminded of that, or it's been pointed out to me before. So I assume that was my most annoying. It probably is, if we're being honest. But Emma's example is fine, I guess. No, that definitely doesn't annoy me nearly as much as ESPN <laughs> on our television. I think we give her the point. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the one you're saying, Parker, is kind of sweet. You just want to tell her every little thing you do. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why that's... I haven't given you shit about that in a long time. <laughs> I don't mind it. I like it. It's cute. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, that was everything. And you guys got 9.5 out of 10, which was the same Take as it. Alex and Anna, who were our oh, other dang. top contenders here. What's the tiebreaker? Fight to the death? Wait, we would lose. Um, we would totally lose. Well, yeah, no, I need something I can win. <laughs> Probably Not nothing. More? Is that easier? No. Rock, paper, scissors. I'll, Alex is a freak a athlete. Yeah, I'll do rock, paper, scissors. Yep. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll arrange that. Well, awesome. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. This has been awesome. You guys were excellent guests, and I think you I think you did your marriage and your long-term relationship very proud here. Yeah, surprisingly. I'm, I'm impressed by us, honestly. I really thought that we were, <laughs> we were going to somehow not know anything. Yeah, let's uh, celebrate. Eat some cheese. Yeah. Well, that's it for this year's edition of the Stern Chats Valentine's Day special. Thankfully, we are recording this ahead of the actual holiday, and all wrong answers will be rectified with delicious dinners across the city on the 14th. Well, maybe. We all know the master of playing hard to get is not a stern student. It's Resi. Thank you to our wonderful couples, my co-host Maya, our producer Sam, and you for listening. Happy Valentine's Day.